Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to episode 12 of the podcast today. I hope you're all doing great. I hope you've been enjoying the little bit of sunshine we've had in Ireland over the last few weeks. It was badly, badly needed. I'm just back from holidays. I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in ages. It's actually only been about two weeks, but it feels like a lot longer. It's nice to be back. It's nice to have a little bit of routine back. I'm going to chat a little bit today about the mindset around holidays and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my own holidays, how I deal with things like, I suppose, switching off because it's something that people do struggle with. I find a lot with clients, they, especially people that have been on a journey where they've been doing well. So let's say they've been training hard for six months, eight months, 12 months. They've been making progress. They've maybe lost weight. Their body fat percentage is down or maybe they've gained muscle. They're feeling a lot better about themselves. They're feeling more confident. They're feeling a little bit happier in their own skin and they want to continue making progress. Then the week comes around where they're going on holidays and they start to panic and a little bit of anxiety kicks in people worry that their one week of holidays is going to undo their six months of hard work that's not going to happen guys so you need to chill out you need to enjoy it when people ask me about should i be good on holidays or what should i do to kind of maintain where i'm at i always say to them don't worry about it just chill out go away enjoy your holidays forget about everything else don't even train just switch off completely and i know there's fitness professionals laugh at me when i say this because they're all uptight about it and they think you should be eating perfectly when you're away and you should be training every morning before the sun comes up it's daft you don't need to do that guys you need to have a bit of a life as well so there is weeks i think when it's better off just to chill out just to enjoy yourself and what you're actually doing is letting the body recover as well and the mind you're letting yourself recover mentally and physically and emotionally and you're coming back a week or two later from your holidays and you're feeling good and your energy levels are up and you're ready to go again so i think sometimes it's the best thing you can do is just completely switch off when i go away i don't train at all I train all year round, I train hard all year round, but typically there's two weeks of the year when I don't, and that's the week of Christmas, and then again when I go on holidays. Those two weeks of the year, I let my hair down. I don't worry too much about what I'm eating. I give myself a little bit more freedom, a little bit more leeway, and I just focus on enjoying it and just being with people that are important to me in my life and just chilling out and having a little bit of fun because I think it's important that we all have that element of fun in our lives and that you don't ever lose sight of that, that you've always got that and you realise what's important to you. And in the bigger scheme of things, training all year round is not something that is the most important thing in your life. You know, there has to be a bit of a break from, from time to time as well. So when I go away, that's the approach I take. I don't really drink much at all. So when I was away on holidays, I actually didn't drink at all. I had no interest in drinking. But I would say if you're somebody who likes a few drinks, if you're going on your holidays, go and enjoy your few drinks and don't stress about it. You know, go and enjoy it. I would typically eat out every night when I'm away and I make no apologies for that whatsoever. I think you have to do that. You know, I do normally take a self-catering apartment, so I control what I eat for the most part because I would look at having a good breakfast every morning when I'm away and that'll be eggs or it'll be a bit of protein something like that and then in the evening I'll eat out and I'll enjoy and I'll eat ice creams during the day and and that as well but the reason I typically go self-catering is because I like to actually eat good foods so when I say chill out and enjoy myself yeah I do that absolutely I eat out in the evenings but for me I think good foods to me and the foods I like to eat are actually healthy foods I struggle to eat you know junk food cereal foods if you were to say to me go in the morning and have a fry up for breakfast that would turn my stomach it just it doesn't appeal to me whatsoever so that's why I like to have the freedom to control what I'm eating myself for the most part so I can still get good nourishing foods into me and then I can chill out later in the day and I can eat a nice meal out in the evening and I can have a few ice creams and whatever else during the day that's typically what I tend to do when I'm away so that's what I would suggest for you guys Don't 
don't don't stress too much about it you're not going to do too much damage in a week even if you do what's the worst case scenario that's the question i'd ask you what's the worst thing that's going to happen you might gain a couple of pounds maybe three or four pounds heavier when you come back so what that's that's what i say to you so what guys it doesn't really matter it really doesn't if you're going to gain three or four pounds what what odds is it going to make to your life what difference is it going to make when you get back training you're going to find that those three or four pounds are gone within another probably two three weeks at the very most if you're going to pick up your train train hard again get your food back on track start sleeping properly again get water into you again do all the right things you're going to get rid of those three or four pounds again in no time anyway so i wouldn't stress too much about it when you're away it's just part of life you're probably going to gain a couple of pounds if you're eating more than you normally do if your calories are a lot higher than they normally would be through rich foods and maybe a few drinks and all that so don't stress about it guys go in enjoy yourself that's what life is about life is there to be lived as far as i'm concerned um so that was that was typically the way i control my holidays just to give you a little overview of what i did before i went away because Again, I'm saying people come to me and they're asking this question about panicking on holidays. There's other people that don't train. And the biggest mistake they make is that they start panicking before they go. So for a month before they go, they're going to decide to start training. And they think it's going to make a massive difference to them, which it's not. It's pretty pretty daft in the long run. It's not going to make huge, huge progress for you. If you're only doing three or four weeks training and you're not particularly used to training, it's probably going to be, uh, okay, look, you might get somewhere, but in the long run, it's not going to make a huge difference to your life. For me, I train all year round. So I would typically break my training into different blocks. During the winter, I'm probably gaining a little bit of muscle. I'm lifting a lot of weights. What I did before I went on holidays, I decided I was going to get into good shape before it went. So I decided to do a cut, which effectively means that I brought a lot more cardio work into my training and I also reduced the calories a little bit. So during the winter, I had gained muscle and now the aim was to reduce the body fat percentage. So the muscle is there. What I want to do is get rid of the layer of fat that's covering it. So with that, my training still the same in that I was still lifting weights. The reps range changed. So I was lifting a little bit lighter. But what really happened was the big difference was I got my steps up. So I was walking every day. I was making sure I was hitting 15,000 steps a day. Every single day, I was hitting 15,000 steps. There was some days it was higher. There was some days it was 23, 24. So I was making sure that that was happening every day. And if I wasn't able to do it outside, I was throwing in little bits at the end of my, my workout in the gym. I'd hop on the cardio, hop on the hop on the treadmill, sorry, and I'd do a little bit of hit work. So I might do little hill climbs on that, maybe 20, 30 minutes. So I was getting the cardio work up a lot. I brought the calories down a little bit, so I was eating less. And between that, I just found the body fat started shredding up for me. And when I went away, I was actually in pretty good shape. The reason being that I knew I was going to chill out while I was away and I was going to eat a lot more, and I wasn't going to train. So I had a lot of the damage undone before it actually happened, if that makes sense. For me, I really was looking at breaking my training into a block that it would finish just before I went away. I highly recommend taking a break from training kind of every six or seven weeks, just have a down week. A deload week is what we call it. So it's effectively that you're not going to train at all, or you're going to train less. Maybe you might do two or three easier sessions during that week. So I would arrange that my training is organized in such a way it's planned ahead so that when I finish that block of training, it's coinciding with the week I'm going on holidays. So that's my deload week when I'm going to chill out and I'm going to do nothing. So if you plan it in advance, guys, it's very, very manageable. Rather than just not thinking about your holidays and just falling into it, that's a recipe for disaster. So think about where you're going with it. If you're going to do your training, I had a 12-week block before I went. It finished the week before, just before I went on holidays, and then I had a week off. So in terms of holidays itself, one of the things I kind of struggled with in the first few days was slowing down. My life is so, so busy. I am on the go all day, every day. I tend to work maybe 12, 15 hour days. A lot of the time I'm on my feet all the time. And what I found was when I went away, I just couldn't slow down the first few days mentally and physically. Because even as I said there, when I was training, I was getting the steps in cardio wise. I was moving quite fast when I was walking. I was walking at a high pace. So when I went away on holidays, and I was even doing walks on holidays, I love walking when I'm on holidays, just getting a bit of sun and scenery. I was finding that 
normally when you're on holidays you t- tend to just kind of stride along nice and slowly I couldn't do that I was flying along and I was having to physically slow myself down and realize that okay you're away now you're not training anymore just chill out a little bit so that was something I struggled with mentally I was struggling to slow down my brain is on the go all the time again I'm always thinking about work I'm always thinking about new ideas new plans how do I get better results for somebody the brain is always on the go so I was struggling to slow down mentally as well as as physically that was probably for about two three days and then I got a grip of it and I just started lying by the by the pool and just slowing down and it it did me the world of good it really did I needed it I really really needed it because I think you have to give yourself that time to recover as well people don't do that sometimes I think they're just you know they, they don't realize that you can't be at 100% all the time you have to let the body recover it's the same as training if you're training hard you're not going to get the most out of it if you're training all the time you're going to overtrain. you're going to get to a point where you actually hit a wall and you can't do anymore or else you're going to get injured and I think the brain needs the same as well I think it needs time off occasionally it needs to switch off it needs to be allowed just to recover and I've found now since I've been back to work I'm absolutely buzzing I feel great the energy levels are good new ideas are flooding through the head again and I'm just I'm, I'm rearing to go again and I think you just need to be aware of that that you have to take that time just to chill out and be okay with it you know um so yeah i adapted to a slower pace eventually eventually but what it got me thinking about was maybe this is similar to weight loss clients and people that are on a training training journey again because i think sometimes with clients they're doing really really well but when they switch off they struggle to get back on track because i kind of found okay when i did eventually manage to switch off i found myself getting quite lazy quite quickly over the period of the next few days, when you're lying around, you start to get, it becomes a little bit normalised, you become okay with it, and I think maybe this is where people struggle, they're doing well on their journey, and then they get lazy, and then they struggle to get back on track, and it's just a case of, I think, sometimes having to say, this is the day I'm going to get back to it, so when you come back, have a set date in your head that you're getting back to training, and be okay with that, and say, that's the day I'm back, and that's not negotiable, and I'm going to do it, because I think sometimes people do struggle when they get back, sometimes that week off, as I said, you'll get away with your week away, no problem at all, but if that turns into a month, you're struggling, you're in trouble then, you need to be able to say, okay, I'm going to get straight back to it today, today is day one again, and one thing I would strongly recommend with that is, actually doing a little weighing or monitoring something however you monitor your progress if it's weighing scales or it's a measuring tape or it's body fat percentage i would say just get a weigh-in done and see where you're at and you know it's going to be bad you've been away you know it's going to be bad that doesn't matter the biggest mistake people make is that they say i'm not going to do it and they just they won't step on the scales because they know it's not going to be what they want to see and they keep putting it off and we're great at you know humans we rationalize things and we justify things and we'll tell ourselves it's not as bad as we think it is but we'll avoid stepping on the scales. And the longer it goes on, the more damage you're going to do. So I think you need to take the bull by the horns, no matter how unpleasant it is, and get your starting point again. Do your weigh-in, do your measurements, do whatever it is you do, and just have a starting point. No matter how painful it is for that first 10 seconds when you see it, you'll get over it. You'll get over it, guys. And it was worth it because you enjoyed your holiday. So you can't you can't start convincing yourself. You start can't start rationalizing. You can't start justifying things. You have to just day one again step on it again day one get a starting point and what that'll do is it'll focus your mind and it'll get you back in the groove and it'll get you wanting to do things again so that's the number one piece of advice i would give for anybody that's struggling to get back on track after the holidays or after a little bit of a a bad few weeks or whatever it was just get a starting point no matter how uncomfortable it is no matter how much you don't want to do it just do it guys just do it it's the best thing you can do for yourself and you will not regret it it will be horrible initially but you will you will get back in the groove and it'll get rid of a little bit of that laziness it'll focus the mind again Another thing that occurred to me when I was away was the issue of mental health and I've kind of thought this for a long time but the more I go away the more I get sun on the skin the more I'm convinced of it. I think one of the main 
one of the main reasons we have such an issue with mental health in Ireland, I believe, is our lack of sunshine. I think it's a major contributing factor. Levels, vitamin D levels are low. We don't get enough sunshine. We don't get enough vitamin D. I always find when I'm away, I feel so much better. Energy levels are so much better when you get a bit of sun on, on, on the body. And I think you even see it in Ireland as well. When the sun is shining, everybody's in better form. Everybody feels great. Everybody's happy. Everybody's buzzing. Everybody's having a bit of crack. There's a bit of a laugh, you know, and it just changes things so much. It makes everybody's life so much easier. So it's one of the things I do wonder about. I think, yeah, there's a huge mental health issue in the country. It's well publicized. It's well documented. Obviously, the, the vitamin D issue is not... The only contributing factor, there's huge issues at play. I mean, I think social media is a huge one as well. And the way we live our lives today is a huge factor. But I do think sunshine is a huge, hugely important thing. And I don't think we get enough of it. So if you can afford it, absolutely, I would say go and weigh and get a bit of sun on the skin if you can. If not, look at vitamin D supplements. They're a huge thing. I take vitamin D supplements all year round. No matter whether the weather is good or bad, I take vitamin D supplements because I do think it helps keep the mood, keep the mood, keep the mood good, keep you feeling good about yourself. The mood does drop if the vitamin D levels are low. So keep that in mind, guys. If you can get sun, great. If not, look at vitamin D through your diet and look at a vitamin D supplement. They do help. Um what else do I want to talk about? Yeah, so in terms of the mental health stuff, I think. Sometimes we, we've documented the social media thing pretty well at this stage. I talk about it all the time. I do think it affects mental health. I do think it affects the way we think about things. I do think it affects our mood. But another thing that I think actually affects our, 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 our mental health and our wellness as well is maybe lack of challenge in our lives at the minute. And that sounds like a funny thing to say because people are probably more challenged than ever in terms of social media and different aspects. But I think in terms of basic challenge and our resilience levels, I think we're struggling. I think we're becoming a little bit softer than we were. I think we we struggle with with things that are challenging for us because we have everything at our fingertips now. Everything is convenient. Everything is handy. And we've become accustomed to that. We want easy. And I think sometimes the lack of challenge in your life is not always a good thing because you want your brain working. You want your brain thinking about things. I love in business nothing more than coming up with new ideas, challenging the brain, thinking about new ways to do things, coming up with new concepts. That keeps me sharp. That keeps the brain switched on. That keeps me feeling good about myself. That keeps my mental flow happening. Cognitive function is good. And I think sometimes if you get into a point where you're not really thinking, you're not using the brain, you're going day to day because everything is easy. I think that lack of challenge sometimes can affect you mentally. Your energy levels can drop a little bit. You're not using the brain. So mentally, you're not as sharp. You don't possibly feel as good about yourself. And it was something I was just thinking about when I was away because I think it is something that's quite common. I think it's something that people are maybe not aware of because life has become so convenient that we just accept it. We don't really challenge the status quo. We just go with it. I know myself, when you're building a business, anybody that owns their own business will tell you this. It is challenging. You're switched on all the time. The brain is constantly thinking. And I think it's a good way to be. I think it builds resilience. I think it keeps you on your feet all the time. I think it keeps you sharp. And I don't think it's a bad thing at all. So maybe the lack of challenge in your lives is something you need to look at. So if you're struggling with that, think about just doing something different, just challenging yourself in a different way. Maybe it's just taking on something new, trying a new hobby, getting out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's going doing a skydive, whatever challenges you, go and do it. Push out of your comfort zone. Don't live in a comfort zone all your life. The worst thing you can do is go day to day, stuck in a rut, doing the same thing over and over, never having any challenges. Push out of your comfort zone. When you get out of your comfort zone is when you grow. You grow as a person, you grow physically, you grow mentally, you develop mental strength, your resilience grows. You uh, can do things that you never realize you could do that brings self-confidence so it starts with a little bit of self-awareness in realizing that the challenge is not there but when we put in a challenge and we respond to it and we achieve the result self-confidence grows from there so think about that guys how could you challenge yourself in your daily life how could you 
achieve something that you haven't done before something that's out of your comfort zone it is so worth doing people don't realize how worth doing it is because it develops you not just achieving the challenge but you grow as a person so think about that so i'm back towards today i'm going to finish the podcast shortly i want to keep it nice and short today but one thing i realized was i took two weeks holidays first week i was away felt great lovely to get a bit of sun lovely to recharge the batteries feeling good when i came back i had another week at home which was fine for a couple of days. But by the end of last week, I needed to get back to work. I needed my routine back. I needed to be doing something. I cannot sit around doing nothing. I had to be doing something. And what I find with this is purpose. I think everybody has to have a purpose in life. When you don't have a purpose, you can struggle. I could not get out of bed every day and just do nothing. I have to be doing something. I have to have something to be working towards. I have to have something that keeps me focused, keeps me driven, keeps me keeps me sharp. I have to have a focus in my life. I have to have a purpose in my life. And I heard recently on a podcast, somebody was speaking about a study of people that retired. And, you know, when you retire, sometimes you lose the thing you're living for. You lose a little bit of purpose. You lose a meaning for your life. There's a huge correlation between people retiring and people actually dying shortly afterwards. They die because they no longer have something to live for. They no longer have a purpose in life. So you've got to figure out what's your purpose. What's the thing that gives life meaning for you? What's what's the thing that's going to bring the best out of you, that's going to fulfill your potential, that's going to help you move yourself forward, that gives you a reason for doing something, that develops you as a person, that grows you as a person. I do that when I'm thinking, when I'm building my business. It challenges me every day. It keeps me switched on and I love it. Without that... I would find that I just wouldn't have the same energy levels. I wouldn't have the same drive. I wouldn't have the same passion. I wouldn't have the same purpose. And sometimes I think when people hit retirement, they realize that when that's all taken away from them, they have nothing more to live for. Their their energy levels are, are down. Their body and their mind responds to that. And they tend to take a downward spiral after that. So even if you're hitting retirement, I would say find something that you're passionate about that you can keep working on. Even if it's not a job, find something that fuels you, that keeps that fire burning, that keeps you doing the things that you love, that gives you a reason to get out of bed every morning. I think we've all got to have that. That's why I'm glad to be back to work. Because yes, I can switch off for a week or two. But once you're hitting the end of that second week, I just need to get back to routine. I need to be doing something. I need to have a bit of purpose in my life again. I need to have normality in my life. And I think routine is important that we've got something to get out of bed for every day to work towards. So that's it, guys. That's the the podcast today. Just holidays, how to handle them, passion, purpose, all these different things. I'm going to do a little bit of advertising here before I finish. I have my new Six Weeks to Happiness online course starting again on the 22nd of July, I think. Monday 22nd. Numbers are strictly limited, guys. You've seen the transformations online. People doing hugely well. It's about fat loss. It's about weight loss. But it's ultimately about changing lives. It's about changing the thought processes. It's about changing the mindset, changing your relationship with food, with training, with alcohol, all these different different components that make up the fat loss, the fat loss journey, I suppose, as much as anything. And that you're coming out of it more confident and feeling more knowledgeable and that you know how to manage your body. You know how to manage your lifestyle. You know what you have to do to keep achieving the results that you want to achieve, to keep yourself moving in the right direction to keep yourself on track to keep 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 that purpose in your life that i've just spoke about you know um so that's it guys if you would like to join the online course six weeks of happiness or you want to inquire about it even drop me a message so drop me an email to info at allenwilliamscoaching.com or you can get me on social media facebook instagram linkedin whichever that's it guys have a great week talk to you soon